What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 335. On this episode, I'm joined by Rico Reds. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, freestyles, music talk, NFTs, Internet Friends 4, more music talk, Kanye, white rappers, TV, NBA 2K22, video games, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Welcome back to a podcast with Mo. I know y'all are all binging it. So we're just right here in the middle of that. Um, this week, we're joined by Rico Red. But first, I'm going to get to the shit that gets me just enough money to make this almost worth doing it. And that's patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. You go there, you give a dollar or more a month, you'll get early access to the podcast. Uh, we have moved the Monday recording Monday episodes with Snappy to Friday. So you normally get those Friday evening or Saturday. And then these Wednesday episodes you'll typically get on a Sunday generally, but you never know. And uh, yeah, the music episodes you want to get about a week early. So if that's something to interest you or you just want to support us because you're fucking cool, think about it. Uh, we'll have a link in the description of the podcast. Also, we have a merch shop at uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast. Um, I got to give it to our fucking co-producers on our Patreon. On our Patreon, if you give enough money, you can become a co-producer. Uh, you're the real reason it goes down. And uh, those people are my mother, Marshall the Darmanish to bear. It's your boy, H2.com, Graveyard Entertainment, and our newest patron, It's Your Boy, ForgottenOne.com. So, uh, shout out all those fucks. And um, anyway, this week, like I said, we're calling the homie Rico Reds. He's got a new uh, homie, new internet friend. We can get into that, I'm sure. And uh, I believe he's out of Baltimore. I could be wrong, but we'll see. I'll ask him. And uh, anyway, let's give him a call. So, uh, you, how long did you say you were making music for? 20 years. Oh, damn. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I've... I've been well re- releasing music for for twelve years, but making music twenty. Oh yeah, like officially officially writing, recording, all that twenty years. Uh, so, what age did you start making music? Uh, I put my first song out at eleven. Oh hell yeah! So did you and, and put it out? Do you mean like you were making uh, like for instance, our homie Brad Sirx from the podcast? He explains how when he was in elementary school or junior high, he was like making burn CDs of him and selling them, you know, and he was like a little hustler or whatever, or was it yeah. like you were putting them online? You know, like how were you um, doing it? So it's, it's funny. Cause I, I was coming up in the air kind of both. So like my space was really popping, but at the same time, like the whole mixtape scene was, you know, still, still a thing. Right. So it was, it was definitely a mix mixture of both for me. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I started pretty late. Um, I always loved rap music. Um, and I've, Talk about it probably too much on this podcast, but it is a podcast of Mo, so I'm gonna do it again. Uh, I just love <laughs> Napster. You know, I got a computer in like sixth grade, and then very quickly figured out what Napster was, and I was just downloading all this music. <laughs> and my friends would come over, and I would just want the, I would be like, "Hey, listen through all these songs." And I remember this game specifically. I would play where I'd go, "How fast can you name what song this is?" And like, I wanted mm-hmm. people to just like, I know the songs I knew for some reason. I would like make me mad that other people didn't care. But I never even once thought like I should make music. It just didn't come to me like that. And then when I got into college and I was like 
hanging out by myself and just freestyling. So I was like 18 fucking freestyling. And it was like, Hey, I'll try to freestyle from some of these guys in the football team. Cause they put me in the athletic dorm for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> they were all uh. stealing lines from uh, DSR, which is this rap group out of Dallas at the time. And I knew it cause I was really familiar with the group and I would just start calling them all out. And so like, I got like some small amount of respect in my freestyle groups then. And then just over time, eventually I recorded <clears throat> some shit, you know, but it was all just freestyling for me for a very long time. That's what's up. Um, That's definitely so. I can't do it now. So people ask me all the time if I can like bust out a freestyle, and it's not not really. Once I started writing, I kind of lost all that ability. I don't know why, but I need to practice. Bro, it's it's freestyle. Freestyle is definitely it's definitely hard. It's definitely a hard thing. Like you know, it it takes a lot of practice. Um, it takes a lot of practice. I mean, I I I, w- I do want to say it takes skill, but I believe it takes practice more than skill because i think if you practice if anyone practice long long enough they'll definitely be able to do it right well it's also i think the big issue is the definition and what what the expectations are so i come from the school of thought of like i i did real freestyling i did like i thought of the words on the spot in the moment whatever came to my brain freestyling and like i thought that's what everyone did you know, yeah. and then you watch that scene in Eight Mile where like Eminem's writing punchlines on the bus, and you're like, "What? <laughs> They're memorizing the punchlines before? I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing." And then you realize like later on, like, "Oh, they're just doing whole verses on uh, the basement." Like they're just doing a verse yep. off their album from a throwaway song that I just never really pay attention to. But I'm like, "Dude, he's killing this freestyle," and that's like what we thought and what it really was. And even now, everyone calls everything a freestyle, and almost nothing is a freestyle. Um, yeah, it's it's strange. Yeah, I'm. I, I definitely. I actually started out as a battle rapper, um. So I definitely everything. Everything is. I don't want to say everything was pre-written, but most of it was pre-written. You know, I knew, I knew a few a few cats who would they would come in with, they would go into a battle or like a freestyle session with, um. I not not written, but they would already have concepts in mind that they would put together like during their verse. Right. But I never, I never knew someone who just like in a battle just truly, truly freestyle. Like they had no thoughts coming into the battle at all. You know, that's why Jen was the best on Freestyle Friday because Jen, he was all legend. He was, you know, using, using lines they said back at him. So you thought it was a real freestyle. I, don't know, I loved it. Um, I also remember in the street you mentioned battle rap. I the only time I was really into it um, was around the time Jay Mills was like still big. And I remember I would okay. just look up J Mill videos on, I don't know if it was YouTube or whatever fucking before YouTube was, you know, but, and that's the only yeah. thing, like the internet was like the wild west and hip hop back then. It wasn't all centralized to like one place you could go. So like you Thanks. had to check like different forums every day. <laughs> like I was really big on sound click. Sound click was my, my shit. And I would be oh, on bro. forum just fucking finding collab partners wow. and shit. And just uh soldier boy. I remember blew up like the month before I made an account and he was on sound click and just, everyone was pissed about it. Like all over their forums. I remember <laughs> Yeah, bro, bro. Sound sound clip brings back so many memories. That's where I used to get a lot of my beats from. Yeah. Every beat I ever uh, got for a long, long time was from SoundClick. And I and it was so daunting. And I try to keep this in mind or remember this as someone who sells beats now. Like even mm. a beat being a dollar ninety nine, because you know there are a lot of those, <laughs> it seems so like, do I want to put my credit how am I gonna pay for this online? Like, I don't know. It was just so weird, you know. <laughs> it just made me so scared for some reason. Yeah, bro. It, it was definitely it was definitely sketchy back then for sure. Yeah, and, and you didn't know who owned what really, you know, and uh it was it was so sh- it was the wild west. Exactly. 
I'm, I know I remember back then, back in the sound clip days, like you had to be, I think it was like, it was, I want to say it was like a top, it was like a, a three headed monster of, uh, of producers back then. I think it was like Superstar O, Vibe Beats and uh, Johnny Giuliano. Oh yeah. Johnny like, Giuliano. I remember that title. Yes. Yeah, I, I still bro. have some Superstar O Beats. I bet right now on my computer, because I still have some old folders I just keep pulling over from computers, and I can guarantee uh, I have some old Superstar Obeats, because he was one of my favorites. I would check him. like I would just go to his page, specifically, and be like, what's he got new? Facts. Facts. Same for me, bro. Same for me. I actually... I actually, so funny thing, I still have the same hard drive from my original uh, recording computer from all those years ago. Yeah, that's that's dope. I mean, that's really awesome. I have most... I would say I probably have almost everything I've recorded, but it took a mm. lot for me to find it. Like my some of my old freestyle CDs, which I would probably never let out because I said some. I don't know. I came from a time and I'm sure you understand, like you just sometimes said ridiculous shit for, for the shock factor. right? And there's some shit I've gone back and listened to. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said this <laughs> shit. You know, like I'm talking about like women aborting babies and I punt their fetuses and I was just trying and I wasn't hey. even an Eminem type of rapper. Like I'm not even like that. If people have heard me. It just I was trying to be funny and I was doing, like I said, real freestyles. And I recorded like hundreds of real freestyles that are just so stupid. But uh they bring back memories. Man, I, I think I think most if you've been in the game for a while, I think most most of us can, you know, can say the same thing though. Like all of our early stuff, it was like wow. Can we just completely forget this ever existed? Right. Well, I go back. I try to reuse a lot of stuff because I'm I'm writing's not super easy for me. I mean, it. I think I'm normally happy with what happens, but like getting inspired always takes a minute. So sometimes I'll try to go mm. back and listen to old stuff and be like, well, what? Like, did I have a cool line somewhere that I could just repurpose and kind of go off that? And I'll hear something. I'm like, I would never say any of this now. Or like even the rhyme structure it's like that's not near enough words for what i'm trying to do like i needed more words what was i doing you know so it's fun to see how like you've evolved you know and i'm not saying that's like a, it was necessarily bad then i mean it is but you know it would it was just different you know you just kind of change over time exactly exactly times change bro times change like the 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 you know the krs ones of you know the 80s like great music Great music, great lyrics, you know, great lyrics for their time. But, you know, like you said, times change, times, you know, the time evolves. Right. Well, well, I think a good spot that I've noticed recently is uh, like for old school rap fans, they're going to want straight rhymes. They're like hat that slap. You know, it's like it's got to be like a hard <laughs> rhyme, like the exact, you know, ending of it where I think slant rhymes are way more impressive. You know, but like that's a more new school thing, you know, where they're like an old school, like that doesn't actually rhyme with this. See, and you're like, well, that's not the point, man. Like, make your voice cool and shit. You know, like we're in a new yeah. world. We're in a new world where we're doing this different. Uh, yeah, I've always I've always been been uh, like I've always enjoyed as a fan and as, as an artist, the multi-syllable rhyming, like the simple ABC cat in a hat rhyming that comp- that like completely pisses me off. Right not unless or like not unless it's like you know like if it's if it's a song about you know taking ass and it's like okay cool you can do cat in the hat shit but like you know if, if you if you are like an actual rapper and you do cat in the hat like mainly it's like bro don't even i don't even want to hear that shit right well a lot of times i think a beat 
and this is because I've gotten more into making beats lately. I just think when you have a complicated beat, you go simple rhymes. You got a simple beat, you go complicated rhymes. You know, you kind of need to like balance it or whatever. So some of these people have really simple lines and they're on really simple beats and it like really stands out, you know, and you're like, (laughs) you know, I got it. That's fit for me. I try not to hate because everyone like Lil Wayne's my all time favorite, you know, whenever I have to like sit down and say it. Uh, And I understand he inspired basically all the new shit that I'm like, I don't really like that, but I get like, he is the origin, you know, like he's the reason people do the weird voices that I'm sometimes like, I don't know about that. Um, (laughs) But I still like prefer the attitude in that new music compared to the guys who are like, fuck a mumble rapper. I'm a lyricist. And you know, and they're like that. I hate that shit even more. You know, it's like, get off your high horse. (laughs) Fuck. It's, it's it sounds it sounds like it sounds like you 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 hate the like the old you know old man get off my type right yeah well that's because i and i've said this before and people have hated on me i'm not a big fan of like early new york hip-hop like i like a tribe called quest you know Wu Tang's okay but like i don't like Whoa. i don't like like run dmc and all that it's just to me it always sounded corny oh, so oh. i like like houston rap <laughs> to me was like the shit because i grew up in oklahoma and that's like our closest shit and i like west okay. coast seems a little like i like west coast shit too but i don't love like that early new yorky shit because i just kind of thought it seemed corny now i think biggie was different and he like inspired everything i mean he's still now we do drug raps because of biggie or whatever but like Thanks. uh I don't know. So like there is something I do, I do. I'm missing on the early culture. I try to watch that Netflix show, uh, the get down and I loved it, you know, and it was about like the early hip hop, uh, culture. And I was like, ah, this is really cool. And yeah. it's kind of like explaining it and stuff and how it was more about community and it wasn't really about gang life and shit. But for my age, the way it was introduced to me, it was like straight out of Compton, you know, and you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Fuck the police, <laughs> bro. And so it's uh it's interesting how it's gone through different stages and i actually think it's kind of annoying that everything's called hip-hop and i wish there was way more subgenres so that you could super facts i've i've had i've had this this same conversation with so many people and it's it's like you know i I definitely i mean you there are subgenres but when it comes to you know, when it comes to official like classification of you know different types, is it's just it, like you said, it just all gets bunched in together as hip hop. Right. Well, you know, if you know like rock music, you know, there's so many like subgenres, and then like so I have a friend who they put the same music in New Time Zones, and they're like mm. they're called Star or Shoegazers, or I don't know. There's like some specific subgenre that they could put in that that's what they are. And then they have fans. They're like, I enjoy this type of music. They put that in, they can find them. But hip hop, it's yeah. like, I like rap music. And then it's just like, here's every rapper. And I sound nothing like most rappers. And you're like, you know, everyone has their own style and shit. Uh, Definitely. And then there are people that sound like others. So I do think if you could just group something together and they have shit with like, <laughs> and they group it by beat styles now, which I, I get kind of, but it's like, oh yeah, this is that drill stuff. And it's like, drill is a beat type. It's not... A, a rapper type necessarily you know yeah you know, can do whatever over any beat uh you know i could rap on a country beat that doesn't i don't know <laughs> it's no nah, i mean edm that, has the most sub genres so i guess that's really where i started thinking i watched a documentary on edm because i've never understood it and they were explaining how there's like 150 sub genres and i was like holy shit and they all actually have a definition right and like people that love it can hear it be like oh that's a this thing and they and they're right, you know, and it's like, well, that's cool that y'all can do that. Facts. I don't know. I don't know how much you pay attention to my to my uh, my Twitter, but I'm sure if you go through if you go through my Twitter, you'll see that I'm very heavily into EDM Twitter. Like, I'm probably more in EDM Twitter than I am in hip hop Twitter. 
yeah the uh, so. skinny who you know you've heard on our music podcast he he goes to the raves like he is he is a raver like that's his lifestyle and so that, oh that's awesome he he enjoys the shit as well so he tries to like every once in a while if i'll make something close to edm you know he'll get over here and start fist pumping and shit doing whatever <laughs> Uh, and it, I've told him someday I'll have to go with him because it seems like it seems like a really fun community. This Bruh. one documentary I watched, it was uh, called like the death of EDM or something. It was about the way thrash songs took over and how like now like okay. just everything's thrash songs. But it used to be like a thrash song would happen like once every hour at the rave. And so it was like meant more. But now everything's thrash. And I was I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, it is definitely more about the hype for sure now. Definitely more about the hype and energy. Right. And there was like, there used to be purple music. And they explained like what that fucking genre was and shit. And I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah, bro. EDM is so, it is so complex. It is super complex. It, like you said, there it has the most genres. It has the most like subgenres of any, any uh, genre of music that we have that you can think of. Right. Rock, rock, you know, rock, metal and stuff like that. That might be a, a second yeah, you know that might be second, but EDM blows it out of the water right, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and and I think the only thing I like about hip hop kind of being all one or whatever is that when I sit down and make a beat, I do not sit here and be like, I'm going to make a this type of beat. I just kind of start fucking around, and then whatever happens at the end is what happens at the end. And so I do like that freedom, you know. And then uh, so that people aren't like, this doesn't follow this rule. Like that's why I don't really make yeah. lo-fi music because I've tried and I enjoy it. But I'm gonna put a fat bass on it, man. Like I'm just going to because I have that ability. And then they're like, no, that's not real lo-fi. And I'm like, yeah, but everything else is basically. And like they just have these rules, and it just annoys the shit out of me. I can't. I can't stand lo-fi. I can't. It. I. I just. I just can't do it, bro. Like it, it's. Like I, I. I get the point is to like be mellow and chill. But it's like, I don't want to listen to something that's going to put me to sleep. Right. I, I Not think, some of, them, I think some of them really slap. You know, that that's thing. If, if I can rap to it, I'm like, well, this is this is awesome. And I I think my beat choices for my solo tracks are basically like really they get similar to lo-fi beats on some of them. And so I mm. think that's what attracts me is I'm like, oh, I could rap to this. This would be fun to rap to. But I understand like that's not why any of them are made. And I think that whole genre has been taken over by robots and the playlist thing is all fake. Like you can't. I think it's hard to get on it as an outsider. I know the homie Strong Maurice did, but uh, I um, saw someone investigating it. How like every like ninety percent of the songs on those lo-fi playlists are all from one creator who farms out some AI shit to make it. Uh, and again, that could have all been a conspiracy theory. Who fucking knows? I don't. I don't second check these things. Hey, hey. I mean, either way, that's some that's some super genius shit. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Kind of like NFTs. You might know a lot about them, but I've recently watched a video of how like. Here's how you make a thousand NFT pictures in an hour. And then you just set all these algorithms up to like draw it for you. And I was like, motherfuckers. And I know that shouldn't necessarily like devalue them. But for me to watch that video, mm -hmm. it did. I was like, these motherfuckers, <laughs> they're not even drawing them. Man, I, I know absolutely nothing about NFT. Um, the, only, the only thing I know about NFT is from the people who are like, oh, well, I can just... I can just screenshot this picture, yeah. and, you know, like those type of people. Like, that's, but other than that, I, I know nothing about NFTs. That's kind of what I'm on as well. Uh, the elevator pitch on the other side, though, people that are for it, to what I understand is like, you know, someone owns all those paintings that are in museums. I don't know if you ever go to art museums. My wife's a fan, so she's drugged me to some. And, you know, you go and look at all these things on the wall and people are seeing that. But someone does own those. So to their mind, they're like, well, someone can copy and paste it, but I still own it. That's like how they make the argument. 
Um, and they're like, and it's secured on the blockchain, which I like crypto. I just don't, <laughs> the blockchain still like, I mean, I buy it and it's gone up and shit, but like, I still don't quite get how, because it's a network between all these individual computers that's somehow better. I just, they say it cause it's harder to hack, but I'm like, well, who's hacking my bank now? I don't know. Like, I, don't, yeah. I just don't quite get it. Now, if you're like, because the fucking U.S. dollar inflation and shit, then yeah, I completely understand the <laughs> value. But uh, NFTs, I agree. It seems like just the people trying to get rich off some digital artwork. And now I, I do think all the time, like, maybe I should be making digital artwork and tr- testing my luck because, you know, if someone's going to buy it, fuck yeah, let's make some money. But it's hard for me to get like dive into that. You know, I have so much other shit I do, I guess, that I'm like, I don't have time to be fucking learning NFTs. Facts facts but apparently that's the wave yeah and apparently it, that's, that's the wave people are putting so, their songs are becoming nfts like somehow if i can make internet friends for an nft uh and it's only released on the blockchain and it's like well who listens to it how do i get how do people get paid i don't understand any of this <laughs> exactly exactly i i, I just uh, you know I, i'm just i'm consciously choosing to to stay stay away from 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 that so right i will say my crypto uh life so far because it's not too extreme is the beginning of i guess 2021 uh, somewhere in 2020 when paypal got it paypal got the ability to do crypto and i bought a little bitcoin and uh it went up it like doubled like very quickly and so mm-hmm. then i went ahead and got coinbase because everyone was like that's the more legit app so i downloaded coinbase cashed out my shit on paypal and then i bought uh, like $250 worth of coins, half of it in Bitcoin and half of it in Ethereum. And then Ethereum's like more than doubled in the last year. Bitcoin, you know, goes up and down. And then you can do these little quizzes where you just fucking answer questions and they give you free coins from other shit. And then I've just left those and those go up. But I've spent like, you know, like I said, it was like $250 total and it's like it's valued at $600. And all the time, like, why I haven't cashed all this out immediately, I don't know. I'm probably going to fucking regret it. Like, someday it's all going to crash. I'm like, I could have had fucking that $600, damn it. But Thanks. we'll see. I mean, but at the same time, you never know. It could, it could, you know, go up. Like, it could go up and, like, you was never expecting it, you right. know? For sure. And so, I mean, it's fun. The only reason I really do it is so I have a reason to check it and maybe you can kind of figure out what people are talking about. So, like, this week, people are like, oh, Ethereum's going to go back down to $3,000 a coin. And I'm like, oh, should I buy some? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't really care. I haven't fucked with it over a year. I just kind of watch it. Yeah, definitely. So, anyway, that's the future. That's the future. Um, I mentioned Internet Friends 4, and I will say you'll be on the intro song, Internet Friends 4. Um, yes, sir. I'll, I'll Let's send go. you um, what my mix is at this moment. I still feel like there's something that needs to be a little crisper about ours. I don't know what exactly, but what I do for people that don't know is I just make dozens of car CDs over the however long I'm going to be doing this. And then I just kind of make small notes and eventually it'll get pretty good. Um, but the intro at the moment, I, I do like it a lot. You know, you came with all this energy and then I had to match it. And so. Uh, it's a good time and it's a sample of something i don't know what i sampled i need to go back in the file and look and, and let you know oh shit because that little I didn't like, know was- oh 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 it's from something i don't know but i didn't even know that that's dope <laughs> yeah man I, i'm i'm not i'm not gonna lie bro diverse i don't i don't know how much you you want to talk about it but diverse that diverse side they give you that is probably that is honestly probably the best verse i've laid down 
and lyrically, because I don't, I don't, you know, do a bunch of whole, a whole bunch of like bar heavy music anymore. So like lyrically, that's definitely one of the best verses I've laid down in a long time. Hell yeah, yeah, I really liked it, and uh, and you and others too. Like all the hype beats got chosen out of the folder, and like all that's mm. left right now are like slow slow beats and so everyone it's like oh man i'm looking for something but i can't find anything i'm like well you're too slow fuckers <laughs> and uh so like you i've done seven verses in one week including that one and i just fucking wrote them all and i was like trying to get in this headspace because everybody was sending me this like talk some shit music and so i was like all right i'll just try yeah. on all these different songs and so uh i think it did turn out well and i think it works well for an internet friend song i will say because i tease it on twitter my first line is internet friends for it's what internet friends for and i i know it's so fucking stupid and corny but i was like well when else am i going to use that because this is the intro to internet friends for so um. exactly i and i mean you know like you said it's the intro and it it works it's it's not it's not corny i mean you know it's it's you're literally playing on a concept of you know you're playing on a concept that as far as i know is an original concept of yours. Like I've never, I don't know before you, I don't know anyone who's done like the concept for internet friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's, I've looked up a little bit. I mean, I've looked into it. There have been like certain like Twitch people or, you know, streamers that like use the term internet friends, but I think that's pretty generic. Um, yeah. But as far as like an album, I believe I was the first. Now there was a group of guys, some producers that, came mm-hmm. out with internet friends earlier in 2021 after I'd already done three of them. And it was kind of annoying because one of the guys in, in heavily involved was on this podcast. It like knew about oh. all of my, you know, he knew of it. And then that led to some people being like hateful towards him. And he's a producer what? that's in my same state or whatever. And I don't know. I don't hold grudges like that. I don't know how good their you know album did. I still think Bro. this is going to be better, you know, internet friends for so. Uh, it is what it is, man. Look, I'm petty. I would have trademarked that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super petty that way. I would have not, bro. Like if he, I feel like that, that's oh, like he knew what you had already, what you were already doing, like what you had already put out. Well, if he was the know, main one in charge, I would. But there was like another dude was like the main guy, right? And then there was like plus twelve other people, and he was one of those twelve. Yeah. He was promoting a lot, so you know, I was like motherfucker. Um, and then I on my on Internet Friends three, my cover is amazing. It's a Google search uh, that says Internet mm. Friends three. It's very simple, and I'm pissed because it's so genius that I don't know how I'm gonna top it for Internet Friends four. And uh, <laughs> but the idea that came to me was actually fairly close to how their Internet Friends one was. So I'm like, I could just kind of try to steal it. Um. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, <laughs> hey, I mean, bro, I'm all about eye for eye. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I drew um, my last cover for two pretentious remake. So, if anyone's curious, you could look at it. And uh, I just drew these weird characters over my old artwork that was just this weird abstract shit. And it turned out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love it I personally. And so I've started thinking I could try to just draw everybody. Like once the album's done, I can try to get a picture, do a little collage style, and then just go back over it and draw, you know, my own weird dumb art style of everybody. And that could be like the Internet Friends for art. Uh I don't know. We have I have some different ideas, but I just don't know. Yeah. Nothing will be as great as the as the third ones because it was so simple and perfect. And now I almost just want to steal my own from three and just change the three to a four and say, like, well, here it is again. <laughs> Uh, definitely definitely i actually um i actually remember um i seen before before i before i listened to it i seen the artwork because uh karma has showed me i'm like oh wow 
this is like this is definitely dope. Yeah. This is definitely dope. And uh, it was just one of those, you know, epiphany moments. You just come to you and you're like, holy shit, I think I got an idea. Let me see if I can pull it off, you know. Man, I, I, I wish, I definitely wish I, I would, you know, put that much thought into my artwork. But if you see my artwork, it's just my Snapchat filters. like, And I just add some some fun or, you know, some design to it of my own. But Right. If my bit I just, looked more yeah. like me, I might. But they don't... Yes. <laughs> Like I'm fat, but I'm not like obese, you know. It's so, like I need like the pudgy a bit moji guy, and it's just hard. You know, I always feel like I'm making me rather too fat or too skinny. Uh, I don't know. I know it's a weird thing to get hung up on, but that's how I feel about it. Nah, I mean I'm I'm skinny, so it it works for me. Right, <laughs> I get it. Um, and yeah. I, I've, now that I got this iPad, basically I made my day job get me one because they try to make me fix other people's. And I was like, I don't even have one. I never fucked with one before in my life. And so that I, that's what uh-huh. I'm drawing on lately. So I'm going to attempt to just draw all the rest of my artwork. Cause I do think there's something cool and creative about that, but I understand it's also kind of pretentious, but that's kind of, I like that. So, bro, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just adding another layer to you, like your self-reliance. Like you don't have to, you, you don't have to outsource anything if you really don't want to. Like, yeah. And that's, know. I mean, I try not to hate on anyone who doesn't want to buy beats from me because I understand the reason I learned to make beats is because people were trying to charge me outrageous prices for beats. And I was like, I guess I'm going to make my own. And then I spent years learning. And so, you know, now I can, you know, it's like that. That's just part of it. Uh, So sometimes when some people are complaining, I'm like, dude, I get it. Just go learn to do it yourself then. I don't know. (laughs) Like, don't complain about it. Facts. Facts. I uh, so I, I I used to try to make beats like way back in my early days, the thing, the thing that, that kind of stopped me from, from, you know, continuing making beats is that I sucked. I absolutely sucked at making hip hop beats. Like everything, every, like if I would, if I would try to make a, if I would go into, you know, the process with the intent of making a hip hop beat, it will always turn into some like Britney Spears type shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is really, this would be really dope for Britney Spears, but I'm a rapper. I don't sing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember, I think I tried no, the first time in like 2009 to make a beat. And then I mm. didn't try again for like years and years, like seven years after that. And I made one beat and I made a song to it called This or That. And I had to make that because like the beat was like, beep, bam, beep, bam, beep. And so I was like, this or that. Okay. You know, it was like an old fucking 90s <laughs> uh, hip hop song. It sounded horrible. And, uh, more 80s probably and i just was like this is so horrible but in hindsight i didn't realize because i was using fl studio and i didn't realize you could go into like a piano roll and i thought you had to do everything on those little fucking uh rectangles you know and so like everything was just so like on the nose that it was like oh this is horrible but uh when i finally learned i just took a week off work because i had all these vacation Um, hours built up and i've watched like 70 hours of youtube videos and i watched all these busy work beats now now I don't think his beats are all that good, you know, as someone who who can make beats. But um, if you're new, you know, and it's your intro, you, you can follow along. They're like hour long videos. They're slow as fuck. And you can just follow along and do what he's doing. And you kind of make the beat he's making. And then, um, you know, you can you learn it that way. And then after doing that for about a month or so, uh, I started making original ones. And then I would keep watching YouTube videos. And then mm-hmm. I probably learned a lot of bad habits through that. And I know I started my beat story about a year too early. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you do the growing pains, but now when I put out beats, people are like, bro, this shit's, you're like real getting real fucking good. You know, and I get a lot of compliments. So I think it's paid off, but it was not a like instant 
I'm great at this. You know, it was definitely a, a slow build. Man, speak, speaking of your beats, the beat that you have on uh, Karma's new album, yep. bro, fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking amazing. When I heard it, I'm like, oh, this is this is Ace of the Mo? What? Yeah, I would say like, I, I do good slow beats like that. You know, her, it's a very, people don't know, it's a song about depression, you know, kind of a sadder beat. And I think that's probably the my best beats are like that, uh, or at least it, for my preference. It's, it's definitely like, I, like I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say that like, your beat that your beats aren't you know artistic in general but like i f- i feel like those i feel like those kind of even though me personally for my style i i try to stay away from those beats but like i feel like from a complexity level like the the artistic the artistic approach that needs to go into that is more way more than any like i guess random hip hop beat you know what i'm saying i don't know if that makes sense or not right and it's but, it's fairly it's fairly simple. It just has like that. It feels like a real piano, which uh, it's not, you know, so I don't know why it feels like that. Um, yeah, but it feels like real heavy, you know, the piano and stuff. And uh, yeah. And there's also just times where something I think I do because I, I don't I'm not that smart about it, but I'll just take out all the drums, you know, like at this part, there's no drums. And then I've realized that when you take out all the drums, a lot of vocalists that it just lets them flex a little bit, you know, they can do a weird, you know, they don't have to try to stay on beat or something like that. And uh, so. most it can help. Oh, definitely. That's like, that's how you get the best break. Some of the best breakdowns and bridges and songs. Right. So I definitely understand that. Uh, but yeah, I I love the slow stuff, and I I don't know if I played that one or clicked it in, you know, because I gotta go back and forth on that. And I don't really yeah. know how to play the piano. Um, I I have melodics, which is like this. It's like Guitar Hero, but you fucking you do a keyboard on it, and you can do these little le- five minutes worth of lessons for free a day. And I think about buying it, but I'm I can't even beat the fucking third grade level ones. I'm like, I look, two hands at once. What? Like I, so I just kind of layer over myself, and I can kind of set it up uh, through playing it. But you know, all whenever uh, I play it myself, it is so much more emotional, and I don't know how to explain that because I don't even know what I'm doing. I mean, I do, but like you're just kind of feeling it, you know, and so like you're just yeah. It's different than whenever you're clicking it in, but I also don't judge on people clicking them in, you know, the notes. Cause I get that's totally viable, you know, option. Um, yeah, nice. I, I do like that, that one. Um, I'm working on a solo album where almost all the beats are really chill. Uh, like code of the friends, my currently favorite rapper. I just, I like all the shit and, uh, I've noticed okay. I'm like super inspired these days. Like all my beats are like fucking chill as fuck. Um, and then it's just me trying to rap over to chill as fuck beats. And then I've been actually freestyling all the hooks for this solo album. Um, mm-hmm. And then trying to write to whatever the fuck I freestyled after the fact. And that's been fun. And I have, uh, I have one song I really need to find a, a verse for. And I've been just, str- I don't know how you are if you get collabs or whatever, but I'm like, I know I need someone on this. I talked with this about CJ last week and I'm like, yeah, it just needs to be someone that fits this vibe. And it's like, and I know if I tweet about it, people are like, yeah, send it to me. And I'm like, no, I need a specific <laughs> type of per, you know, not everyone can do everything. You know, at least that's my opinion. Uh, Facts. No, that's, 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 that's valid though. That's definitely valid for sure. Um, But so anyway, let everyone know again, like I said, you'll be on internet friends for uh, intro songs. So everyone look out for that. And do you have any music plans for the year? Um, So I, I haven't, when is when does this come out? Uh, it's come out Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, okay, so yeah, by the time this comes out, um, uh, yeah, I have. So I have a Valentine's Day EP coming out. Um, that's coming out February 11th. Uh, it's a Friday before before Valentine's Day, and my single for that, um, dr- my single for that is called Dramatic. 
uh, dramatic is coming out in three weeks, I believe. Um, so yeah, but I think, uh, man, you, you would think I would know my dates. I think it's like January 21st or something like that. Yeah. That's a Friday. January yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. It's January 21st. That's the single, uh, dramatic. Um, the, the EP, the Valentine's day EP is called what's love. Um, so yeah, that's what I got coming out in the, in the next two months or so. So is it all love songs or is it just happen to come out on Valentine's day? Yeah, no, it's it's all it's all love songs. Um, and honestly, it's it's not even a hip hop project. I'm I'm completely, completely changing my approach, um, for this whole entire year. So yeah, it's it's not even a hip hop project. I guess I don't know what you could, what you would consider it. Um, I have I got an EDM song on it. Um, it's kind of like a kind of like a feature bass kind of song. Um, I got a R and B song on it. I got like a super, super hype, a hyper pop song on it. So, I mean, it is, it's definitely not, you know, the, the typical hip hop approach that y'all hear from me. So, well, hell yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's fun. Like I said, my, my next solo one doesn't sound anything like internet friends four is going to sound. And, uh, mm-hmm. The, my two pretentious remake album, I think sounds way different than my other stuff. And there's still part of me that I want to do more straight hip hop. You know, I'll be honest. I don't like to use, I don't use the word hip hop much in my stuff because like, you know, it's such a cultural, you know, war these days. And so I'm like, I make yeah. rap music. And so like, sometimes <laughs> I want to make like more, uh, rappy rap music, you know, where I'm like really going in, but I just don't know if I have that energy anymore. You know, it is, it's a different thing. Like, um, uh, it is so machismo in my mind of like when you're really trying to go in and uh, I, you know, I don't know if I'm like that. So that's why I've been making a lot of chill songs and I've definitely thought of if I could ever learn how to sing, if I could practice enough, uh, you know, making like singer songwriter type songs, you know, those ones that yeah. would last the test of time sort of shit. Uh, but that would be really hard, you know? And like, I, am I really that good of a writer? Probably not. I just think I make witty punchlines sometimes. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. But you always have to have those thoughts. I think if you're growing as an artist, you know, um, you got to try new shit. Definitely. Definitely. I'm definitely getting into my, you know, my art, my artist bag. I'm off call. It kind of always just been, you know, the rapper. Like I said, I started, I was a better rapper. Um, so I kind of moved from that, kind of just moved from that navigating, navigate into like the more kind of mainstream sound of music. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely trying to get back into my, you know, my artistic bag for sure. Uh, what are so like, what mainstream artists do you like and listen to? Um, so I listen to, I listen to pretty much everything, like any artist for the most part that came out before 2010. Um, see, Jay- so like Jay Z was my favorite until little Wayne became my favorite. So like, that's more or less my history. Okay, so I actually started. I actually started making music because of Lil Wayne. Hell yeah! Um, I seen I seen Lil Wayne in ninety. I think it was ninety eight in the or no no no. I'm sorry, it was two thousand. I started. I seen Lil Wayne in two thousand. It was um, it was the Cash Money or yeah, it was the Cash Money Millionaire Project Bitch video. And I seen I seen you know this little this little teenage this little skinny teenage dude with dreads, surrounded by so many you know women. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want right. to be that. He's so young and so successful. That's what I want to be. And since then, Wayne has been 
you know, Wayne was, like I said, he was the reason why I started making music. Right. I, he will always be the go to me. He'll always be my favorite, no matter what. Right. Yeah. I always love him. And I also enjoyed him in, in Hot Boys. That's when I first became a fan because I had an older cousin who only listened to Cash Money for the most. <laughs> I mean, like, not only, but he listened to it a lot, right? Like, like 50% yeah. of the time. And he had the like Cash Money greatest hits albums and all this shit. And so since he liked it, and I knew Lil Wayne was the youngest in the group. Yep. And I was a few years younger than everybody, you know, like in this car that we would always be listening to this. So I just, for whatever reason, was like, yeah, I like him because he's the youngest, you know, for no reason. Exactly. For no reason, really. That was it. And then whenever the Carter came out, I remember okay. uh, getting that and like, this is the Carter. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. And so, like, from that point on, I love Lil Wayne. But I mean, I, I love Jay Z before that because I couldn't mm. be, and I've explained this again way too many times, but like, I just couldn't be a big Eminem fan. I think he's great. I think he's amazing. I think he's like, you know, his writings, uh, second to none or whatever. But uh, yeah. I just, at that time, I couldn't be the white kid that liked Eminem, you know? And I knew so many kids that did love Eminem and they weren't even <laughs> rap fans, you know, like they're, but they were Eminem fans. And so I just, I try to distance myself. And then when I got to college, one of my good friends who was a black dude, he loved Eminem and he just couldn't stand how I didn't love him as much as him, you know? And he would like argue with me all the time. And so it was like, I don't know, man, he's great. I just, I didn't like the Eminem show. I didn't, you know, some of the later albums just weren't my things, but um, Bro. I'll still put on Mar- Marshall Mathers LP right now. And then I'll fucking get all weird when the fucking, he locks his wife in the trunk. Cause I listened to that when I was <laughs> eight and it fucking scarred me for life or whatever. <laughs> Bro. When it, when, for me, for, for me, Eminem and Lil Wayne, that there are, I'll say Lil Wayne and Eminem, they're one A, one B. Like I, I'm a huge Eminem stand. Always have been. Um, it, for me growing up, you know, growing up in the hood when I like, it was like, oh, you, 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 you listen to this white boy, you know, but it's like, bro, that man can rap his ass off. And, and he, he, you know, we always knew that he can rap, but like he started getting to like, you know, he started getting to his artistic bag, you know? So it's like, he, he evolved and he just always remained great. See, I like his early stuff, uh, like I said, and I like when he came back uh, with Marshall Mathers LP2 and Comic Con. You know, yeah. I think some of his other stuff's good, too. Um, but the, for whatever reason, that, some of that stuff in the middle, and I just think it was the beat selection. <laughs> I didn't realize it at the time because I didn't know enough. But now, listen, I'm like, I just didn't like the beats, I don't think, you know, to like his like uh, dressing up as a superhero in the music video time, like the, and the videos were funny as fuck. Like he's probably has the best yeah. music videos ever. Um, but I just, for whatever reason, those beats, like I remember even when eight mile came out, um, I hated lose yourself. And now I understand cause I watched oh, the whole video, my. how like it's the best written verse ever as far as like, <laughs> you know, and I, and I'm like, I, I agree. But like when it came out, I was like, it sounds like something people are running out to fucking football games too. Like it just, this isn't, rap I mean, music yeah, to like, me you know like i don't know it just i was like no i want this fucking we're listening to goddamn trick daddy now what the fuck like i don't know it was just so like not hip-hop to me that i was a big but, hater but then eight mile was such a bro, great movie so i had mixed feelings i feel like maybe this is my own like maybe this is my own mental image of oklahoma but i feel like you being from oklahoma you should you should have like been yeah like any, anything that sounded like a football team or now to I feel like you being from Oklahoma would have just been all about it. Well, yeah, most people like, were. That could just be my mental image. No, no, most people were Oklahoma. for sure. But I'm different, and I have uh, taste, and uh, no. <laughs> 
I just, uh, you know, I couldn't, and it was very popular. Like I remember I went to this nerd camp in the summers and there was a karaoke <laughs> thing and this one fat white guy, and I'm a fat white guy, so I can say that everybody. Uh, he was like, I'm karaoke and lose yourself by Eminem. And then I had to watch this guy up there fucking double hand in the microphone to lose yourself. And I was like, what are you doing to us, Eminem? You're ruining our culture. Look at us. Um, all's well that ends. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that image is that image is actually hilarious though. <laughs> right. Uh no, I think Eminem's great. Uh and I love everything how like in his interviews, you can tell he's like a real rap fan, you know. I just think Eminem fans are annoying. Not you particular, but you know what I mean. There's the ones on Twitter that are like, dude, just shut the fuck Bro, up. I don't care. <laughs> he he easily me as an Eminem fan, he easily has the most annoying fan base ever. I I will I will openly admit that. Like that is 100% facts. 100% facts. And then it's, uh, I think, Nicki Minaj's fans. And I, I love her. I think she's great, too. Ooh, her fans ooh, are fucking, ooh, apparently, ooh. they're not the best. Ooh. Hopefully, you don't have any barbs listening to your podcast. I don't think so. Uh, the, we're not the demographic, typically. Uh, <laughs> ooh. But, I mean, I remember, because I'm such a Lil Wayne fan, I remember whenever Nicki Minaj came out on Can't Stop, Won't Stop, you know, on the drought or whatever one it was on and yeah. i was like this is my new favorite female rapper i mean it was the first time i heard her i've thought she's the best female rapper like that's how uh much she sold me so so i i i did i did like nikki but me being from i mean she's from the east coast too but like me being like a super hardcore east coast rapper type person as far as what i listen to like i was more about like Remy Ma, like Remy Ma is my favorite female rapper of all time. Like I'm talking before, before the the prison stint. Say, you know, she before she was on a remix with Lil Wayne right before she went to prison. That was awesome. I yeah, can't remember what song it was? Um, where the cash pro, at? Maybe where the cash at with yeah. with uh, Wayne and Currency. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Song. So yeah, Nicki Minaj so kind of stole her shit. That's probably true. <laughs> now think about it. <laughs> she went to jail. Nicki yeah. Minaj slid in there. Hey, I mean, I don't blame her. Right. Take the spot. The spot's available. Take it. Yeah, Remy Mall was good for sure. I agree with that. Um, I I don't listen to. I try to listen to more female rappers, but like I've never actually listened to Cardi B too much. So when people like argue online Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj, I just kind of stay out of it because all I know <laughs> her from is from like commercials and stuff. Um, Man, I mean, to me, to me, there's no. Cardi B don't even don't even write her own songs, and she openly admits that. So to me, there's no comparison. Right, and I'm glad you brought that up. Like, like, that's a good thing to touch on. Uh, growing up, you know, I think we're probably about around the close to the same age. It sounds like, and uh, I thought every rapper wrote their own stuff, right? And I remember whenever I <laughs> learned that Smitty, who had diamonds on my neck, wrote was a ghostwriter mm-hmm. for Diddy. And then yep. like when that came out, I was like, I lost all respect in the world for Diddy. Now, now I don't care because he's a producer the way Dr. Dre's a producer and people yeah, do exactly. rap and verses. So I just I think of it different. But at the time I was like, you don't write your ver-. like and I just started. Hate, I hated everyone that had a ghostwriter. I was like, you're not a real rapper. And now I don't, I guess, care as much. But there was a time in my life like, you know, I, I it was a big offense to me about that. No, I definitely understand. You know, like I said, me coming from the battle rap scene, like the whole Ghost Rider thing is definitely that definitely, you know, that was definitely something that was like, oh, like, oh, you don't write your shit. You are automatically disqualified from any conversations of being a good rapper. But I mean, it's it's got I know for me, I started to realize I started to realize that 
you have people who are considered great lyricists in the industry who have ghostwriters, but at the same time, those same people who have ghostwriters are also ghostwriting for other people. If that right. makes sense. Yeah, like Drake so ghostwrites like, other people's verses even though he gets his album ghostwrote. It's, it's, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, okay, well, well at, at some, even though you might have a ghostwriter, you're ghostwriting for someone else. So the talent is there. You know, to, to the talent has to be there to some extent for you to be ghostwriting for the people while you also have a ghostwriter. Right. Uh, for sure. And I mean, now knowing what I know, I would love to have a job as a ghostwriter. You know, you're like, oh, my God, please, where do I sign up? I would love to write anyone versus, you know, Thanks. and they pay me money for it. But just when you're uh, young and naive, you're like, this isn't how it's supposed to work. Thanks. Now, I've I've ghostwritten <laughs> a few songs um, outside of hip hop. Like when it comes to when it comes to like songwriting and ghostwriting and stuff like that, I try to stay away from hip hop. Like I, I want to be, you know, in the more like more like pop and stuff like that. Right. Well, um, and that's uh, another thing of like historically, like 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, all this music as well. People did write these pop stars, their songs. Right. And and that is how it's worked. So I kind of think of it as like I don't get as mad about Drake. I'm probably just biased again because a little Wayne love. But uh, yeah, I don't really get mad because he's a pop star, you know, and pop stars always have had their songs written for them. And that's different than the singer songwriter category, you know, so like. I, I can't think of them. like, you know, there's like those guys from the seventies. They're like singer songwriters. They're not pop stars. And like when they get up there, their guitar, they're saying some real shit, you know? And I think Thanks. again, if we had different genres in hip hop, you would have like the, the poppy hip hop, you know, where it's like, this is for the radio and for people or whatever. And then you have someone giving you their life story and they're saying some real shit. And this is just a totally different thing. And the respect level should be different. You know, I don't know. And maybe that's again my own biases on it where i'm like i think everyone should think like me but that, that is the way i think about it <laughs> i mean uh, I, I feel like that's the way you know I, I feel like that's the way most people think about anything really you know so i, I definitely get that um well we'll look out uh on valentine's day for sure um i'll try to play a song at the end of this episode by the way of yours so everyone can, can get a listen if they are unfamiliar um but I'm excited for to be on Internet Friends for, uh, you know, you'll be a new Internet friend because it's kind of hard to find newer people. You know, I have people that are like, oh, I'm, it's a shame I missed out on the last one. And then they don't even <laughs> pick a beat for this one. I'm like, well, where the fuck? Are you <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely understand that. I know for me, for me, I'm not like I'm not the I, I guess I, I, everything, everything about my personality and the way I do things stems from being a battle rapper when it comes to music. So I'm not the most like collaborative, you know, cooperative. Like, like for me, for me, music and hip hop in general is still a blood sport. Like I'm still a gladiator in the arena. So like it's it's taking me it's taking me a while to get used to. Oh, you should make some friends. You should network. You should try to you know try to collab with these people and you know this person over here. You should. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's taking me such a long time to get out of you know that competitive gladiator mentality where it's like, oh, I just want to be better than you. I don't want to associate with you. You're my enemy. You're my competition. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I I I'm all for that. I mean, I don't. If I have anytime I've sent someone something to be on a song with me, I want their mm -hmm. verse to be better than mine, and I want them to think their verse is better than mine, and they should be trying to make their verse better than mine. I don't understand anyone who 
things differently, you know, like because it, it is a competition and people can say what they want. But whenever you hear a song and you hear two verses, not that everyone's <laughs> going to agree, but everyone that listens is going to have an opinion of which verse is better. You know, yeah. like that's just how it works. It just is. And I don't I don't think as long as you, you know, done what you can. Now, friends, I have some show on Internet friends for where I'm like, oh, this dude killed it. I mean, I'm going to try my best, you know, to do, like I'm just going to be like, never mind. And now I'm, and I might also be like, well, I'll try a different style because you know, I'm not going to be able to copy that style and probably do it better, you know? So like, you just got to uh, think about that. But I agree Like on internet friends three, I had um, a song we were going to go. And this is one of my favorite stories because it's just so strange, I guess um, this yeah. guy, he has bought over like $400 worth of beats off me in my life. Right. And so I'd never really done a song mm-hmm. with this person, but I, so I was excited to have them on internet friends three. And so I sit on this beat and they do like, kind of like what you did similarly. Like you did what? 32 bars or something. Maybe four. You know? Bro, I, I don't make count. Yeah. Be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But you did what, like you did like two verses or, or close to it. And it was a very similar thing to that where this dude done like 40, it was like 48 bars. It was like a stupid amount. And uh-huh. my very first lines, it was like, so-and-so is trying to wax me on my own damn song. And then like, you know, I'm, <laughs> And that's a joke, right? But it's like a hip hop thing, right? And then I just go on. I do the same amount of time he does. And I was like annoyed because I had to do something to match it. And then yeah. when he got it, he was like, you're mad. You, you're trying to attack me. And he got like so weird. So I was like, bro, fuck this. You're not on the yep. album. And I cut it. And I'm reusing that verse on a song for an friends for actually. So like. It, it's, bro, what? it was so weird and then i felt weird because he could have easily went to paypal and been like refund all those digital beat things that's how dumb motherfuckers are the fuck you over right. shit and so i was like <laughs> god damn it. i was trying to be nice i was like listen man uh i just didn't appreciate you thinking i'm attacking don't you like this is rap music man like i don't know i just got <laughs> weird about it and uh oh it, it's it, it's Oh man, it's it's so I don't know I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a generation thing if it's an age thing but it seems like it seems like a, I don't know if he was a newer artist but it seems like a lot of these newer younger artists are just so against any type of competition like they all want to be kumbaya you know sitting around bonfires holding hands type and it's like bro like it's you might not think it's a competition, but it's, it's still a competition. Right. Like Brad Strex, me and him have many songs together. Right. And I'm sure I have many mm-hmm. more in the future. I guarantee you every time one of us writes a verse for the other one's song, we're like, yeah. we want to impress the other person because we both know we care about lyrics and punchlines and stuff. Right. And so like on his song, we're like, uh, it's your boy H2. Who's a guy who's a patron of this podcast. Me and him have a song we're internet friends for. I know he gets real mm-hmm. deep and lyrical. So for his song, I tried to get deep and lyrical, you know, like I'm trying to impress, you know, these people I'm collabing with, uh, in, in some way. And I don't know. I just don't get the, uh, yeah, I don't get the nonchalantness of it all. Right. And then I give a lot of people some feedback, you know, on the music podcasters in general of like, yeah, man, you can tell you're new cause you don't have your voice yet. Like there's certain yeah. things like you're just talking, you know, you're kind of like doing what I'm doing right now. But <laughs> once you like, get into it's not a singing voice but it's a rap voice it's slightly different than your normal voice for most people like that's a different energy you know and like you when you hear that you automatically know as someone who's been rapping oh that person has some experience but whenever i hear someone just talking their lyrics i'm like oh you're like what within two years and every time it's true like every time you that's what happens and so uh i try to give people advice there and they get all offended like you don't know bro and i'm like all right man all right whatever i mean i just we've all been there we've all been there (laughs) 
I mean, it's like they should they should know that they're submitting their music to your podcast to get critiqued. Right. Like, I think I brought up your mix on almost every one of like, I wouldn't mix it like that. Exactly. Exactly. Bro. And it's like, like, I completely, I completely get it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person to where they're probably every single one of my songs, the engineer has sent me like the most amazing mix possible. And I'm just like, you know what? This sounds too clean. Can you can you add some mud to it? And they add mud to it. I'm like, okay, cool. This this sounds right to my ear. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, that's the thing is you have to follow your artistic vision. Um, I mean, for me in mixing, I don't think I'm amazing. You know, I think my last album, uh, Portrait, I think I mixed pretty well, uh, mm. a lot better than my previous stuff. And I'm gonna I'm hoping to get internet friends for it to the, a similar level. Um, I understand it's not quite professional level, but there, it's like to my taste, you know. And so, like yeah. a lot of times, I don't want so much low end in the voices. You know, and so like I kind of EQ that out. And so some people get weird about that. And they're like, man, where's all my deep end? I'm like, it was clashing <laughs> with the beat, you know, and like I'm trying to I have like a vision. And so and then I had someone that re-recorded their verse and sent it to me. And they're like, I've done this with a lot closer to the microphone. And there's me and another person on the song. And ours are like, you it sounds like we kind of record in the same environment. And then this person sounds like yeah. they're just like all up on the microphone, you know, and you're like, people oh, don't understand up. how, and, and you can do that if it's a solo song, you can do anything if it's just you, but like when you're collabing and you're trying to like match uh, the environments a little bit. And that's another thing when I mix this, the first thing I'm trying to do is to get our vocals as close to each other as I can. And then I go from there. Uh, you yeah. Know? And so sometimes it isn't necessarily the best. It could sound for either one of us, but it's like as good as I could get it for both people. Exactly. And, I don't know. It's some people are like like you are a little cooler about it, you know. And then some people have a lot of notes. And I don't actually care when people have notes. It's fun when like Omnis and Arts on this album, and he's like a legit engineer. So if he gives me notes, uh-huh. I'm like, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And he can explain it. Other people are like, I just think it needs to be like this. And they use some fucking random word that means nothing. And you're like, well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so facts, um, facts. But it, this is the part of the struggle, but I know once it comes out, I'm going to be like, this is the best album I've ever put out. Cause right now it's the best produced album I, I have. The beats are just all so good. Oh, you definitely, I know when, when, when you sent me the first folder, those beats were, were definitely like, Oh yeah. Like this dude can definitely produce. Um, so yeah, I'm, I don't think, I don't think I, I checked the folder since I picked that beat, but that, that first wave, those beats were fucking amazing. But yeah, I, I added a few more, um, you know, because we were running out of beats, so I had to make some more. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very proud. There's one beat still in there that I'm mad no one picked, but I'm not really mad because I'll probably just steal it for myself and it'll be on like my next solo album. Um, uh, but there's been one I've had my eye on the whole time, and I'm just waiting for someone to be like, I want that one, but I've I've left it in there, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, I might have to, I might have to go check and see if I can scope which one it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, send me your guess. Um, but man, you got anything else do you want to talk? I mean, is there anything in the world you'd like just f- feel like it's the worst thing in the world you need to hate on or something you love? You know, like we talk video games, politics. We'll talk about anything on this shit. Oh, man, bro. I can. It don't matter to me. You can pick any type of conversation. I'm here for it. Um, my I've been really uh, not super into politics. I think I'm always into politics. I think it's very interesting, but I'm definitely mm. come around to this whole like I get curious on this whole like the welfare state uh like ruining the black community not like i'm super involved but like i'll see these videos there's like this old black uh academic man who comes on fucking my 
TikTok or whatever, and he's like talking about how like <laughs> it's the welfare state that done it, and they divided the, the black family. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, this old black man's got some fucking points, bro. But he kind of is also blaming hip hop, which I love. So I'm like, well, this is kind of. You know, or like Kanye will say some shit of like, and I love Kanye, I must say, of like, you know, he does, he's not playing a victim anymore and all, they only want to glorify drug use and, and sex and today's music with the youth and he's not about that. And then people are like, he's gone yeah. crazy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I mean, he has gone crazy, but it, it changed him for the better though. Like, <laughs> like Kanye West is legitimately crazy, but he, that craziness, makes him a genius right well and, and i feel like um and maybe just all artists are like this but you know i have those moments where you think like maybe i have some sort of mental illness you know that's just undiagnosed mm. or whatever and so like there's a part of me that just feels for kanye that i feel like if i uh, ever became famous and all that pressure is on me i think i would probably crack too you know like uh i think too much you know I, i'm <clears> i'm into conspiracy theories and shit like i don't i couldn't handle that and so yeah uh, I kind of on board and then he'll like he like broke down crying about how he wanted to have his daughter aborted and then people thought he was crazy for that and I'm like I don't know like that's not and I'm not even getting into the religious ass but just like in general would you not like and I'm not a parent but I would assume if you were and you went through it and you're like I can't believe I was gonna do that like I just didn't think that that was that crazy but people portray him like he's saying Looney Tune shit and I'm like I don't know he just doesn't say what people want him to say um, I'm, I mean you know he's he he's he's kind of he's kind of stuck between you know he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place like because you know he has to I, I i hate to i hate to make things about about race but he has to he has to placate to black people he has to placate to his own community and he has to placate to you know the richer elite you know white people too so it's like you know anything anything that he says no matter what there's always gonna be a side that's going to hate against it right you know what I'm saying? And I'm also, and again, cause I think that real estate, we're probably around the same age. I do feel like uh, in my generation, I mean, race was for sure a thing growing up, but uh, we were like in this weird nineties world of like, Hey, there's one of every race in the cartoon and this, the world's perfect. And it kind of gave us this like sort of bubble of like, yeah, we don't have to talk about it, you know, cause we're all fine. It's whatever. And it's like the pendulum swung back the other way to where it's like the most important thing again. And then it makes me feel like I don't care enough because like, I I'm, I know you see color, you know, but I did try to grow up like yeah. I don't see color. Like I don't base the way I treat people on that. I base it on if they're an asshole to me or not, and then we'll figure it out. Mm. Like, and then people are like, no, you better see it. That's part of the problem. And you're like, God damn it, you can't win, you know. <laughs> and so uh that's the only reason why uh, I, I care. But I know like in my actual day-to-day -day life, um, I, I never really have issues. And like, you know, all my friends that are black, I feel like I've never like sat in a room together and been like, Hey, we think Mo's secretly racist. You know, like I don't think that's happening. So, um, it's just Twitter wants you to think the world's divided and hate and everything is what I think. Um, man, it, I don't know. I, I, I feel, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you, do you listen to, um, you listen to like Dax or Tom McDonald uh, at all? I I've heard of them. Yeah. I mean, I've heard both their songs. I like Dax a little more Tom McDonald. I think he's, I think he's kind of playing on the moment and it's clever. I don't, I don't like his fans. If that makes sense. His, Oh man, his, his fans. I kind of, uh, I kind of feel like his fans are like in their fans a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like as just, you know, just super, as as much as NF fans are like super, you know, like 
clean. It, I don't. It, I don't know if that makes sense. But like, as, as much as like NF fans are like super clean, I feel like Tom McDonald's fans are like on the whole opposite side of the spectrum. Just like evil, not evil, but you, you get what I'm saying, though. Right. Like, I mean, like the no. overlap of Trump voters and Tom McDonald fans are very high. Like, I don't know if that matters. <laughs> you know, like I didn't like Donald Trump, uh, but I understand that he probably was mischaracterized by the media in some way. I don't know, but like I. <laughs> I didn't like him at the time, you know, and uh, my issue is you see a Tom McDonald video and I can't not on social media go to the comment section and it's just Mm. full of like my top five favorite rappers, Tom McDonald, NF, Mac Miller, uh, some (laughs) white guy, yeah, Macklemore, and then five was Eminem until he said that shit against Trump, you know, and then (laughs) God damn it, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's like oh, so so all so all top five of your rappers are white people in a predominantly black arena. It's huh. like someone's like my favorite NBA players, JJ Redick, uh, <laughs> Luka Doncic, Sabonis, and like those guys are from Europe. Oh fuck them, America only. And I don't know. I just, oh, I've never a white rapper has never been my favorite rapper ever. So like I'm not uh-huh. in that group, and I. I mean, we done a whole uh, episode, me and Soko, top five favorite white rappers. And it was a it was a struggle for me to come up with five of them that I was like, I'll put these on a list. And I wasn't trying to hate because I am a white rapper or whatever. But I yeah. don't uh, I do think there's a majority of them that are just trying to copy some era of Eminem. Right. Like they pick that the version of Eminem they like the most. And then like they're just trying to do that. And I mean, don't they, like it. They have to. They have to. That's the they have to. That's the path. No, you go the Paul Wall Bubba Sparks route. That's what we're doing over here. You know, (laughs) (laughs) look and don't get don't get me wrong. Paul Wall and Bubba Sparks they were definitely they were definitely you know lit for for their time. Yeah, yeah. But you you see where you see where the longevity went to. You know, that's true. Very true. I didn't like Bubba Sparks at the time. I do remember VH1 had the White Rapper show, and it was my favorite television show. I mean, that was right before I started rapping. That show came Wait, out. wait. They had a white rapper show? Yeah, it's called The White Rapper Show on BH1. And uh, the- I'm sure you could find it. It came out. This was probably 2005. I had a guess off the top of my head. Because like I said, it was right before I tried to rap myself. And uh, there was, they would have to like do freestyles and shit. It was hosted by MC Light and, god damn it, big ass fucking white dude. But um from the 80s so anyway, yeah they hosted it okay. and they had to give them different like challenges and shit and they had to like you're going through harlem today and you're rapping to the locals on the streets and then the black people <laughs> in the streets were like you fucking suck and uh i remember the guys in the final one was a paul wall knockoff named shamrock and he looked just like paul wall and he rapped like uh-huh. he had a grill and everything and this other dude looked more arabian uh but he was like an intellectual brother you know like that was yeah. his sort of persona and then he was like <laughs> their last songs his he called car wars and it was about the gasoline shortages caused by the wars of the middle east and then the other dudes was oh, like wow. mine's a party song and it was like they were going against each other and um, it was a great show i mean if anyone has access to vh1's white rapper show i recommend it um Bruh. But that's what I watch, and it was like I should try this. I should maybe try to do some rapping, bro. I'm completely, I'm completely dumbfounded right now. I never knew that was even a thing. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was, there was, a, I mean, but, but there was a big girl on there that was like she had a lot of uh, potential. I remember, but then like she refused to write. There was someone who refused to write. I don't write, and then they're like, then you're off the show. <laughs> like, and then they wait, she re- like, like she was trying to freestyle everything. Yeah. What I mean, if you think you got the talent, 
Why not? Well, I, maybe she tried and it didn't work out. There was just someone who eventually, I remember they quit because they refused to write. And I remember thinking like, well, oh, they're trying to be like Jay-Z, I guess. Bro, that's funny. I've really never knew that was a thing. But now that I, now that I think about it, and that time period, I was VH1 was not you on my radar, bro. So that that would that would definitely explain why, why I never heard of it. Yeah, I got a satellite. Uh, I don't know ninth grade year. Like I've told the story before about I grew up like low income housing or whatever, and we didn't get cable mm-hmm. until I was like eight or nine. And then my right. dad eventually got a good job, and then we you know eventually got satellite. Like so, I we slowly got more money as I grew up. And uh, so by the time I left, we were straight. But you know, I got to grow up with some of the like dumb shit and uh, but when i got satellite it was like holy fuck there's hundreds of channels and going from a kid who didn't have it to having it and like i know that uh we didn't have mtv or any of that shit on our cable package and so it was like oh my god i just i watched bt that's when i got into the basement and like okay i I watched uh everything i mean it felt like you know (laughs) you were like just like i have to watch everything that comes on tv Bro, I bet when when you when you get when you get cable, that opens up like a whole new world to you, bro. Like it's like it's it's like it's like you just discovering a whole bunch of you know multiverses and different universes and stuff. Like it's it's crazy. It's yeah. definitely crazy when you get cable. Well, now I because I kind of think about it, I miss it away, you know, because I don't have cable. I just we do all the streaming shit and. uh I have the Samsung TV for people that want to know. And uh, it has like 200 free channels. It's just part of the thing. Like if you have the internet, you know, it gives, gives you these like Fear Factor channel and the Nashville yeah. channel. And it just plays these fucking shows all day. So it's similar, but not exactly. Okay. And then I have, you know, I can pick up some local channels off an antenna. And then we have all the streaming shit. You know, we got the Netflix, the Hulu. HBO Max is the best forever. I'll probably never get rid of it because it's got the best shows. <laughs> um, but, you know, we do all that. But then there are days where it's like, you're just scrolling through what show you want to watch, you know, and it's like there was something so simple if you just turned on the TV and you just fucking flicked around till something grabbed your interest. And all of a sudden you're watching some shit about the Nazis or something. And you're like, well, I'll watch this till it's over. And uh, then you flip around to another channel and now you're watching fucking slam ball or some shit. So it was just a different time. And I don't think we'll ever get back to it. Um, and may, I'm sure we're better now, but it is something I'll always miss is channel surfing. I mean- I mean, you know, since I'll say I'll say the older I've gotten, the the less TV I've I watched. Like now, I don't watch I don't watch any TV. Um, well, I won't say I don't watch any TV, but it's rare. Like I I pretty much only have a TV for like Xbox and like video games. Right. Like I have I've I pay for, where I've been paying for Hulu and Netflix for like five years and don't ever use them. <laughs> I I think about canceling Netflix. Here. I've had Netflix since they mailed you DVDs. Um, that's how oh, long I've oh, had it. I had it. Yeah, there you the, the very end. Me and my roommate in college. I was like, bro, I'm gonna sign up for this shit. You know, we can get like they'll just keep mailing us DVDs. And uh, then somewhere during there, they were like, oh yeah, we have this app coming out. Download it here uh, if you want to try it out. It's like I, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I had like the good deal. Like they were not going up on my pa- plan for a long time because I had it for so long, but they have it now. And so I'm like, man, there's nothing good that even comes out anymore. They took the office off and I got the DVDs. So now I watch the DVDs of the office and uh, yeah. feel like fucking old school. And yeah, I, don't know, I I'm so addicted to having all the streaming stuff, but yeah, there I could cancel Hulu and Netflix. I mean, I don't watch those near enough, but those were the OGs. So you feel like weird canceling them. Facts, super facts. I, the most, <clears throat> the most like quote unquote TV consumption I do is from YouTube, and I don't know if you count that as TV or not. But like, I will, I will put on like 
I've I've been on YouTube for so long that my recommend I don't have to go outside of my my recommendations. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like I never had to search for anything. So I can literally from if I if I really wanted to, from the moment I wake up to the minute that I go to sleep, I can play I can just play my YouTube, you know, whatever plays and it'll be something that, you know, I'm interested in. Yeah, I, I've been trying to uh, over the last year watch more YouTube because people do love it. And I just mm-hmm. see it as like, oh, when I need to learn how to do something, I just look up a video on it, you know, and that's kind of all I use it for. Um, yeah. And I used to for music uh, YouTube tutorials, but I honestly haven't watched like a beat making tutorial in probably like over a year. I just like uh, felt like uh, I got to get off that for a minute. And so maybe I'll get back to it. But yeah, there are I, I've been trying to watch podcasts on it. Um, like uh, your mom's house and tiger belly, you know, these, these random podcasts, I'm like, ah, oh, they're on here. I'll give them a shot, but I just, yeah. I prefer audio podcasts. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stick with it. I, and if I found like a, a series to watch, I might be into it, but like, I guess I went down this, uh, rabbit hole of this guy. They bought a ghost town. They used to be like an old mining mm-hmm. town and they're just exploring this shit, but it's like hours and hours of content. And I'm like, this is so boring. It's <laughs> kind of interesting. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. Um, last night, last night, I watched about three or four hours of this, this show about ants. So, I mean, like, it was, it was like, it was, it was this dude who, um, he, he got seven different, uh, he got eight different colonies of ants and tried to put them all in one environment to see if they would coexist or they like go to war together. I bet they went to war. I sat there and for like three, for like three, four hours straight. Yeah. I bet um, they went to war if I had to guess. Uh, I don't oh, Bro, one <laughs> one of the one of the colonies of ants completely annihilated like another one. Like there was nothing left. Yeah, I uh I have this grandfather that lives in Colorado. Um, you know, and every once in a while in the summers I'd go visit him growing up. And he uh had like this ranch. He was a semi truck repairman, and he had this ranch with a log cabin that he built himself, and it was, you know, very, very nice. And um, uh uh-huh. one summer I go up there and these fucking black ants, these ground dwelling black ants, and then though maybe the ones with the wings. Uh, one of them had wings, one didn't, but these black ants, yeah. these red ants, they decided his house was like the war zone and they were going to war over the territory. And I watched for three days as fucking <laughs> these red ants and black ants attacked each other because they had a balcony and I just sit on the balcony and like the ones on the ground would be walking. The ones with a fly would come pick them up and go drop them in like, uh, other places and shit. Like, it, it was nuts. It was the coolest shit yeah. ever. And then eventually, like the third day, all these birds came and started eating them and uh kind of got a, cleared out, but it was nuts. I was remember being like nine years old. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I could get into that. I might look up this ant video. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's, um, uh, it's ants Canada or something like that. Nice. They need to make an ants video game. So what video games do you play? You know, like I play way too many video games. I keep buying them on these fucking holiday sales and I don't even fucking Bro. play them. I feel you. Um, so currently, I'm like over the last, I say over the last ten years or so, I've mainly started playing. Like mainly been into sports games, um, 2K, Madden, FIFA. Oh, uh, I'm glad you said 2K. The coolest shit happened to me, and no one understands it, or a few people do on the podcast. But uh, about a month ago, on 2K's daily bonus, I won two hundred fifty thousand coins. Whoa! What? And it was, I thought the game glitched Whoa. out and I hurried up and spent all of it to max me out. But then I went and I was like, oh no, I, I won that. I still have like 60,000 coins left. What, um, what, uh, what gen are you on? I'm on Which PS5. One are you oh, so you playing the next gen TK? Yeah. yeah. Were, were you, uh, 
were you um was it like like you know how when you get to like level 26 you get the enhanced uh spin or whatever nope like then i'm like it was just a regular yeah so it rather <laughs> I know it, it's, it's like unbelievable, but like it happened, you know, I, I do. So I went from, cause I was complaining on this podcast one week of how, you know, it's fun, but I went, you know, second overall, even though they told me I was going to go first and then the draft yeah. happens and I went second and I was kind of annoyed. And then <laughs> I go to the Rockets, which if you don't know, the Thunder hate the Rockets. So I was like, fuck the Rockets. Yeah. So I went the route of fuck this team. I'm blowing it up. James Harden <laughs> style. And I demand the trade. Um, but anyway, my guy fucking sucks, right? I'm getting second overall and I'm a 65 overall. This is a horse shit was my argument. Yeah. And I get me up to about like a 78, 79. And then I hit the 250,000 coins. And then I instantly got to go up to a 92. Cause you know, that's where like my cap was at or whatever. And so yeah. I just maxed everything I could out until I did. And then I went and bought all these clothes. Cause I never buy clothes on those games. <laughs> and so I went and buy a cool Christmas sweater and shit. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I was looking real fly and then I've barely played it since then. I don't know. It kind of took out some of the, like, I'm just good now, you know? And I'm like, I know I need to get back to it, but, uh, Something about but, it after um, that kind of took a. <laughs> it was really cool though. I was pretty excited. I I I literally we we me you could literally have a whole podcast about two K, bro. Like I could literally sit here and talk to you about two K all day, bro. I've played all of them since eleven, and this year was actually gonna. The, the reason it was so cool, I won was <laughs> this was gonna be the first year I skipped because last year it was the next gen version. What? Well, last year yeah. I played both. I played the old gen and the new gen, or you know, I think Same. that's how it worked, right? And so. Uh, and something happened about three months into my save file where it wouldn't load. It kept giving me some error and I looked it up and it was like, you just, there's nothing you could do. Like I just couldn't look, I could not log in on last year's thing after a certain time for the rest of time. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that game. I'll skip it for the first time ever in 10 years next year, you know, and give me, just give me a good little refresh. And so I wasn't going to buy it. Yeah. But then every time it was on sale on the PlayStation store, I wanted to buy it. And my wife was like, just fucking buy it. Like, <laughs> you play the fuck out of it like and you're over here fucking wanting it like just buy it and so i got it on sale for like 30 bucks or whatever you know it was on sale for and then so yeah. for me to wait but then last year's i got the kobe edition because i love kobe and so i got like the extra coins right like it came with like a hundred thousand coins so going this um, year to where it was like nothing i was like god damn it is hard when you're like starting with nothing you know so to win the bro. coins it was very cool yeah bro man that's that i that's awesome. That's awesome that you got that. So I um I think this year's is the best, by the way. Like I do think gameplay wise, I prefer this year. I don't know if you said you were next gen or not, but uh, yeah, I think the I'll changes play. they made were really good. I've seen some people complain, but me personally, I was always bad at, at staying on a defender's hip. You know, like um, it was so easy for them to get away from me on the old games. And this year, it's so much easier to play defense and offense is harder. And I think that's good because for what? me. I used to think offense was really easy and defense was hard. And to me, they kind of uh, balanced it, but maybe that's just me personally, you know? Um, So I play both. I play both. I, I stay on, I stay on next gen more with like way more, but I do play both, both gens. Um, but I think, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like defense is, is real slidey. Like I, I feel like you slide too much on defense this year. Well, see, I think, um, for it's like when I'm trying to pass someone into the lane to get a dunk, I feel like the ball gets stolen from me a lot. But I also feel like I get to steal the ball in the lanes a lot. You know, like I just feel See, like overall they've made defense easier. For they, I don't, I don't know how recently you played, but they patched, they patched the steals because steals uh, were old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really were. Yeah, I haven't played in about a week, probably. Okay, 
I'll still log in every day and get my daily bonus and my my team thing. But I think they know I've gotten the fucking two X two times XP coin five days in a row on the daily bonus. So I think they know I'm not really playing. Oh, wow. And so they're like trying to entice me, you know, to like, well, how about you put some fucking games in, bro? Bro, I I wish I've been trying to I've been trying to get the the, uh, double XP coins. I cannot get one every every day is like eight, nine uh, boosts or eight or nine uh, Gatorade. It's like, bro, I have 50 Gatorade, yeah. 50 boosts. I don't need any more. Yeah, like, they're really, imp- I do like how the daily bonuses go from like all the stuff you want at the beginning, you eventually don't want, and all the stuff you didn't want are the ones you end up wanting. You like Exactly. <laughs> the way it works out. Exactly. So yeah, I need to put I some know. more time into 2K for sure. Do they have cross-gen? Or can I cross-platform? Could like Xbox and PlayStation play together? No, no. Honest, honestly, that probably will never happen. Right. Well, you'd have to make and a 2K account. The, the way Fortnite, with, you make a Fortnite account. You know, that's the way they yeah. pull it off. The, but the problem, the problem is with Sony. The problem is on Sony's side. That's Sony's the, the reason why, no, why we don't have cross-platform. Sony's opened it all. I mean, every game that's asked can do it. Like 2K, if 2K doesn't have it, it's because they don't want to take the time to do it. Rocket League flipped a switch. They said they had a switch ready and they did. Uh, Fortnite done it very early on. There's just again through an epic ID. And uh, like, so certain games do have cross platforms and Sony eventually opened it up. But it made sense for Sony to say no for because it was from my perspective as I've I had a Xbox 360 red ring of death on me like four times. and I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. And I went back <laughs> to PlayStation and then I I got addicted what? to the trophy system and on PlayStation three and four. And now I just can't play anything else because I'm like, I got to get those goddamn trophies. And uh, it's kind of ruined I mean, games I- a little bit, but it's fun. Oh, Xbox achievements. What do you mean? I don't care. <laughs> the, the trophies, they <laughs> they hit a different itch for you. Those little trophies, they're like, here's five coins, five achievement coins, but you get a fucking trophy, bro. And the other ones, it's, it's different. Um, and now I got like 29 <clears throat> platinum, so it like makes me feel good. Uh, my mm-hmm. self-worth is tied to it. Um, but yeah, someday I think they'll have an open thing. I think uh, I, I'll eventually have to get an Xbox because I love Bethesda games too much. And um, yeah, once they do another Elder Scrolls, I'm I don't see how I'm not going to get an Xbox or a gaming PC or something. I just, I, that's going to be like the hardest day to not buy something ever. If I, if I skipped it, like I've loved elder scrolls for like forever. <laughs> Bro, I, it's been a long time since I play elder scrolls. Um, I used to be, I used to be into elder scrolls, but it's like, uh, it's like, uh, I just much rather play 2k. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thing is that 2k is turned into an MMO and that's kind of, I think, the only thing I really have against it these days, like I remember the year they switched to VC, they went from normal skill points to VC, and it was like, yep. oh my god, it was it sucked. I remember everyone was pissed, and eventually you got used to it, and it was whatever. Um, but I kind of hate having to run around the city. I wish there was just a menu, and it was like, take me to this place and do that. Like the MMO what? aspect is what I don't like about it. I just, oh wow, and I think the worst part, and they never fix. Well, I guess they have they have the old gym now, and they have the rec league and stuff that helps. But like that whole like, yeah, hey, go wait in a circle to play a game. So now let's watch someone play a game while you're waiting. <laughs> imagine playing call of duty or any other game and you're like hey just sit here and watch the other guys play and then after their game's over maybe you can get in unless one of your guys leaves and then or if a group comes in a group jumps in the middle they take your spot actually so i was like how did anyone think this was a good idea so i love the single player i always will but there's just so much about the multiplayer that i can't i haven't been able to jump get on board with see but i feel like i feel like that's I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's 
more realistic to have like the city or the neighborhood, you know, like, Oh, especially this year. It's like, Oh, go get a clothing item. That's this type. I don't even know where to buy that type of clothing. And I go oh, to yeah, like 18 different did. fucking stores. And yeah. it's like, turned out it was your team shop, you know, on the old other side of the town. Oh my God. I was, I hate this running around shit. You know, it's fucking fetch quest in a basketball game. I mean, but you know, if you if you grind if you grind long enough, you know, you get the you can get the the glider, or if you got the go kart, you know, you can zip around right. almost instantly. I got the penthouse. You know? uh, that's the one thing. The the rap career giving me twenty thousand coins was the only thing that helped me yep. before I won coins. And uh, I don't know if you beefed with the game, but I beefed with him. I was like, I ain't getting your fucking coffee. And then I went to the other yeah, game, yeah. made a made a diss song. <laughs> said, "Fuck you, game." It was pretty. Yo, fun. It, it is. It's it's kind of funny because like when I when I tried to when I so I tried I tried to not get the coffee for game, but it wouldn't let like it would it let me not get the coffee for him, but like it would make me go back and do that all over again. So like I couldn't go I couldn't like move forward until I was able to, until I decided okay yeah fuck it, I'm gonna get the coffee for the dude right. And then I, I do like the way there's choices though. I like the way like I I did college and G League. So I could win both championships or whatever, because there were trophies for them. That's the only reason I did it. And then it's like, <laughs> uh, which agent do you want to go with? You know, I like those little choices. It makes you feel like it's, you know, your game or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and But for years and years, I always made a three-pointing point guard, and then Steph Curry blew up, and then everyone did. So I was like, well, I'll switch up. So every year I try to make a different type. And this year I went with a power forward, which I hadn't done in years. And it's it's fun, and defense is fun. Uh, but uh-huh. I just, you know, I'm on, I'm like an all arounder. I'm like a LeBron type. So it's kind of, I don't know. It just doesn't, Ooh. I don't have like a, a specific strength. So I, that's probably why I don't kill it online. I'm, I'm the guy who makes, who makes 10 bills every single year. <laughs> 2k, 2k gets a, gets a shitload of money out of me, bro. Like I, I will have two different two different types of point guards, two different types of shooting guards, two different types of, you know, small forwards, power forward centers, like 2K, 2K probably, especially, especially now, now that making a character is like a hundred dollars just to fully max them out. Bro, 2K probably gets close to, I'd say $750 to me, from me every year, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But it's like, bro, it, it, whatever they're doing is working because they're sucking me in. Right. Every single I mean, year. like I said, it's an MMO. I mean, people played World of Warcraft for years. You know, that's their shit. Uh, so I think that's what their goal is, is, you know, they get you in that ecosystem. That's all you play. And I just I have to try other shit. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it a break and I'm going to go shoot some shit in this other thing. Or I, I play a lot of weird like turn based games. You know, I need to get some of that shit in um, from time to time. So I. Okay. Uh, you know, see, like Final I, Fantasy. I, I, I don't like the new ones. Yeah, like the old oh. ones are my shit. Or like, I love tactical games. Like tactical type games are my shit. Oh yeah. See, I, I used to be when I was younger. I used to be into all that stuff. I used to play like Fable. Oh yeah, Fable. Uh, you know, just like all different types of you know different games. You know, um, but I don't know something something about like I don't like I. It's kind, of, it's kind of funny that I'm saying this because I'm a big Pokemon fan, but outside of Pokemon, I don't like turn-based games. Right. Well, like, Pokemon... I love free, free roam, right. you know? Pokemon is like, uh, I mean, not a dirt, but it's like baby's first RPG. Like, it is the one to use to get get you into Japanese RPG games, you know? So you get the Definitely. way it works and the HP system and the moves and all that. Um, I love Pokemon. I think it's great. Um, 
I wish they were harder. I try to play one on the DS, <laughs> and I just bought the shit. I was like, this is fucking easy. And I get they're made for kids, so of course they are. But I was like, why don't yeah. they have one for me? Damn it. Um, and I don't, I've kind of stayed out of the Nintendo ecosystem uh, because they're so expensive, all their games. You know, I love well, the PlayStation and Xbox, same way, because you'll get like deals. And I'm sure you have Game Pass where you just pay like so much money yep. and get all those games. Uh, it's cool shit. Oh, they, they, no, man. I, I do have the Game Pass, but the funny thing about the Game Pass is I don't play any of the games that they offer. So it's like, ah, well, now just paying it for no reason, but it's like, fuck. You know, just in case they do do get a, they do put a game on there that I actually want to play. It's like, okay, well, I'll just keep paying for it, I guess. Right. And I would, like I said, I'll probably end up getting an Xbox or a gaming PC once they have exclusives like I want. You know, like if I was a Forza fan, I would have been like, oh, uh-huh. my God, look how good that looks. But I don't care about racing games, you know. And so they just have to. Yeah. Whereas in PlayStation exclusives, like every one they put out, I, I play, you know. And I don't know if it's because like I'm brainwashed or whatever, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this story driven game. And then half of them I hate, but half of them I love. and you know, mm-hmm. give them all a shot. Uh, w- once upon a time, I was definitely a PlayStation person, bro. Because I, I love MLB the show. Like, that was oh, one of my favorite okay. games growing up. Yeah. So it was like, I had to have a PlayStation to play that. But now that they have an Xbox, cool. You know, and at, at some point, I really hope Xbox gets God of War. I, I know that would never happen. I think it's way more likely that that PlayStation gets Game Pass than yeah. Xbox. Gets yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Most, I I definitely agree with that. I yeah. definitely agree with that. The I'm, new I'm God of War is yeah. is very good. I didn't even really love the old God of War. Like it was okay, uh, and that mm. new one came out, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is like it just feels good." You know, I try to explain to people like, c- to me, controls and how good a game feels and like it feels like you're in control of the character kind of dictates how much fun you're having you know because nothing's worse than whenever you're like i hit that button and it didn't do the thing what i know i hit that button for you know so god of war just controlled so good like you felt like you were the axe and shit and so um yeah they just pulled it off for sure i'm trying to get a vr unit i tried one for the first time this week an inoculus and i was like yeah i gotta get one of these this is kind of cool so that might be my next purchase if I if I got one of those, I feel like I would never leave my house. <laughs> well, I didn't like, do much. <laughs> I just did like this. Uh, you're in the International Space Station and kind of going through and you can grab bars to pull yourself along. And just that alone, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see how this is going to how this is cool. <laughs> like immediately was like, yeah, I kind of want one of these. That Beat Saber game looks pretty fun. You know, I'm a, I could try that out. But I don't know if I want to wait for a PlayStation VR 2 because those were announced and I think they're coming out like next year or just get the uh, Oculus because they're so cheap, you know, these um, and they took it where you don't have to log in through Facebook now. So that makes me a little more willing to get one. So anyway, we'll okay. see what happens. See what happens with it. I'm, I mean, you know, like the Oculus is is, is more proven, you know, like you, you don't really you don't really know how the how the PlayStation VR is going to go. Well, especially with the they things sold- with the first one. The, the first one sold really well, but it was also cheap comparatively at first, where now the Oculus are very cheap. And this new mm. PlayStation 2 is going to be the second most high-end VR unit out um, by specs. So, like, only the HTC's, like, really good one um, is better. But it's also going to mean it's probably going to be, like, just as expensive as the PlayStation 5. And I bet it has to connect to the PlayStation 5 with a cord, whereas in the Oculus is just, like, standalone on your head. You know, so there is something yeah. kind of cool about that. Uh, 
but I'm excited. Ready Player One's my favorite book, and they ruined it with the movie, but the book's still amazing. And so I'm just all about <laughs> VR. You know, I'm like, I'm just ready for us to get to this fucking Ready Player One level shit where we're just living in the fucking other world. Oh, you talking about on some on some like life? Like, <laughs> well, they have like, I mean, everything they have in that we're trying to make now, but you know, like they put on a visor, but it's not screens. It's like lasers make the images into their eyeballs and shit. Right. And so it's like, it's safer for their eyes somehow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they have like these gloves. So like they, they just grab with their hands, their hands grab. And then eventually they get like yeah. whole body suits. So like they can feel pressure from shit. It's like, yeah, like it feels like real life, um, in, in the thing. And I'm like, well, that would be awesome. But then again, I get how some people are like that's a post-apocalyptic world you're describing you know so maybe it's not awesome but the technology sounds fun to try for a day i mean hey if if the you know if the technology is more advanced why not you know right like i mean you play 2k and like let's just say you're on one of those little pads that you can walk and do and it goes whatever direction and like then you're just trying to play 2k you know, but then if that's the case and it's just you playing like actual basketball for 2K, then why not just play actual basketball? You know, so there yeah. is going to be some like weird like, well, why are we trying to make everything in the virtual world just like real life? Just do it in real life. Uh, like, I love a controller, you know, so like doing shit without a controller, it will be odd, you know, because it's mm. like I have muscle memory for all this shit. You know, why are we waiting? <laughs> uh, nah, that's definitely a good point, though. That's definitely a good point. But that VR chat shit looks fun. I watched some videos of people taking a VR chat and just the idea of sitting around a bar talking to people with their little avatar and your avatar like you're right next to each other. I mean, like, there is something about that is kind of fun. You know, you're like, oh, I don't know. This could be cool. Bro, could, you, could you imagine? Could you imagine like like Pokemon integrated VR? Yeah, it'd be great. Like if you're in a battle and you had to throw out, you know, you look down and see which Pokeball you're grabbing and you have to grab it and throw it. I mean, it would be hey, awesome. Bro, I... I would, I would, man, I would definitely, I would definitely, they was, they would suck me in with that immediately, bro. Right. And then they could do jump scares with like, you walk through tall grass and like a big caterpie jumps out at you and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> and then it's like, and it goes to your battle screen. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. I, could, I could ride this VR game. I mean, I think we, uh, I hope someday Nintendo can get with it, the program. There's a, a Pokemon knockoff actually on PlayStation called like Temtem. And I've looked uh, at it so many times because they just try to make like a MMO Pokemon. And it's such a knockoff. It looks just like it. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm oh, like, wow. to try this game. It's like 3D models, you know, like kind of like the new Pokemon is. And I really yeah. thought they were going to get taken down as soon as they went up. But it's been like a year that the game's been up and it's never taken down. So I might, if I see it on sale, I mean, give that one a shot. I mean, bro, there, there's been so many Pokemon knockoffs. So it's like at this point, it's like, man no nothing is ever nothing is ever going to take away money from pokemon right. so like, it's, it's like they they are not worried about anything yeah i uh only on this whenever pokemon go came out i hated the fact it wasn't real pokemon and then that's what led to me to go buy a ds and pokemon so like they got my money Bro. because they put out this thing i didn't even want and i was like i want the real deal <laughs> oh you know, you know, it's funny. Nintendo actually has nothing. I mean, besides besides them creating like owning the characters, but Nintendo has nothing to do with Pokemon Go. Right. That's yeah, a, it's a whole game freaking uh, Niantic. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I ref, bro, I refuse to play any type of Pokemon that's not on Nintendo. 
Like if, if Xbox or PlayStation ever got any type of Pokemon game, I would not play this shit. I mean, I messed with it for like something like a day until I went and got a DS because I was like, this isn't Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, exactly. Is it Pokemon? Damn it. Um, and then my wife got into it. She doesn't play a lot of games, but I did get her to play Pokemon Y, I think it was, or maybe I had Y and she had X. I mean, one of us had one, one of us had the other. And uh, that's dope. That the game is great because it gives you like the original three starters and then another the three starters from like ruby and sapphire and then also the three starters for that game like so they just give you this ultra jack team and it's like so easy but for her first game she loved it you know she's like oh it's so cool and so i was like yeah it's so fucking easy but it was good bro yeah pokemon Pokemon x and y that was the that was the generation with uh, mega evolution bro that shit was definitely easy as fuck yeah (laughs) i remember i just went through that game so quick and then we got uh sun and moon uh and I mean, I didn't make it like to the second island. I was Pokemoned out, and I was like, I guess it just, I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it. I couldn't stand Sun and Moon. I, I I sold. I had Sun. I sold that. I sold Sun, bro. Actually, I, actually, I ended up selling. Uh, I had X, so I had X. I beat X because it was so easy, like you were saying. Then I bought Sun. And I was like, oh, let me let me try this out. I did not, not like it at all, so I sold everything. Yeah. I actually, I actually just got a Switch probably about a Nintendo Switch probably about a month ago. See, I know I, I like, would love one because I'm one of those weird people. Like when I think to my video game uh, history, I probably loved handhelds more than consoles. You know, like I love mm-hmm. my PSP, I love my Vita, I love the Game Boy Advance. You know, I don't, I played so many games on the Game Boy Advance, just all kinds. Of oh stuff. yeah, and it's like I guess I do love handheld. You know, so I probably should get a Switch, but uh, you know, when you have a PS5, you're like, do I need? I need to spend. I bought. I spent the money on it. Let's play it. You know. So it gets weird when you want to start buying multiple consoles. But or, I do. it's there is there is a probably about a good two week period where I didn't even touch my Xbox because I was playing new Pokemon. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, are you are you like into into like different types of like mods and like hacking and stuff like that? Uh, when it comes to like video games, not generally. There's a you know if it's a PC game like and you're on Steam and they have like little easy ones or something, I can. But I no. I don't typically. Uh, mess with them too much no okay i've been uh i've been looking into so they uh the the original nintendo switches um you can like hack and mod and whatnot um but i think it has to be i think it has to be i think it had to be built before 2018 i want to say right um so like you can mod you can hack and mod them into turn them into like a pretty much a like a a whole tablet like you can right. put netflix on it you can run all different types of you know playstation emulators and all different types of stuff like that so i was i was definitely looking to get an original one right yeah i uh i have a, a snes classic you know like the little things you can buy um and yeah. i hacked that and i have like 190 games on it or some shit uh you can just download <laughs> all these roms and they um, you know, I have all these Game Boy Advance and Super Nintendo games, and you can put up to PlayStation. But I think I'm gonna buy a PlayStation Classic and then just load that up with all the PS One. Like th- these things are so easy to hack with these programs you can download. So I am aware of those. But um, I have a DS sitting around, and I've heard you can hack those as well. And you just have to get a memory card, and you can load up with all the games you want. So I'm, I, I probably need to look into these things more. Um, but then I what what happens I go on these waves where I get like real retro and I just play like all these old Super Nintendo games and then I'm like what yeah. am I doing I own a PS5 and then I'll you know get, <laughs> get back into that for a while and then I'm like um I, I never actually beat Chrono Trigger I'd had the two stages left and so I don't know <laughs> Man, so sometimes it's good to go back though 
Sometimes it's definitely good to go back. Well, in college, know? I had all those, you know, I, I was just downloading emulators and trying all these games because I didn't have the money for shit, you know? And so I think that was exactly. good because it makes you a fan. So later when you're an adult, you actually spend the money on shit, you know, kind of yes, like sir. I pirated so much shit, but now I'm, I'm going to have HBO Max forever because I fucking pirated Entourage that like made me in love <laughs> with, you know, HBO or whatever. And so it's like, bro, it worked man, out. Man, man, look. Look, there's there's a seven year statute limitations of in Maryland, so I can say this, bro. I used to pirate all my music back in the day. Yeah, fucking Bear Share, LimeWire, all that shit, bro. Like, yeah. definitely. So I, I definitely understand that. It's actually been since my wife. Once we got married, I quit pirating stuff because I had a terabyte hard drive and I had nine hundred <laughs> gigs worth of television shows episodes. Holy shit. And God, when we were on our honeymoon, something happened and the hard drive went out and I lost it all. And after that, I was like, fuck it. No. <laughs> and I just didn't oh, even care. Bro. And then now I just buy all the streaming shit and I'm like, well, let's do it that way. It's fine. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah, there were shows I just had every episode of like so many <clears throat> things, you know, um, where I uh. just got obsessed with like, well, I don't all this. Like Stargate SG1 is um, me and my best friends, like favorite dumb show when we were in college. We would just we they was all on Netflix and shit. And we were we just would binge through them just getting so stoned. And so like I had to have all those, you know, and so like there yeah. was just all these dumb shows I would just always have forever. So it's kind of sad when I'm like, ah, I lost them all. I, I definitely understand it. Pirate Wars. Um, but all right, man, I uh, appreciate you being on. Uh, you know, I'm sure we might have you back on someday. And like I said, I don't know when Internet Friends 4 will come out. If I had to guess, I would say April or May. Uh, but okay. I don't really know. I I want to get to 20 songs, and we're not quite there. Uh, we're at like 13. Oh, you want to get to 20? You want to get to 20 songs? Yeah, that's my goal, I think. We have 13 oh, done wow. right now, and we have four people. Look at my list here. Wait, see. One, two, three, four, five people that uh mm-hmm. have so i need to get like two more started which i have people claiming they're gonna pick a beat but there might come a time where i need to like just start throwing some shit together if i'm gonna get to 20 it doesn't matter but internet friends three yeah. had 18 songs so i thought getting a 20 would be cool um but that's a lot Jeez. of songs also you know <laughs> that is definitely a lot of songs so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens um i didn't expect to have this many done this quickly so i'm saying april or may but it could be later could be earlier who who knows but yeah, oh, yeah, you have something in uh, Valentine's Day. So everyone uh, mark that on your calendars. Yes, sir. What's love? February 11th, Friday. Um, that's perfect for Valentine's Day. Uh, it's my Valentine's Day EP. And the single for that, the single for What's Love called Dramatic uh, comes out January 21st. Uh, probably announced it or it'll be it'll be announced by the time y'all hit this podcast. So hell yeah, let's get it. All right, man. Peace. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. No problem. Hey, Eddie, you fire. Trying to figure
still turn me to a demon Turn hurtful things, not having a reason I know it's hard to trust and it's hard to believe me When I say you the reason, my heart still beat And I live for you, breathe for you All together be weak for you The feelings that I had to catch on like Ash did with Pikachu You seeing through my BS And I don't know how you deal with it On those tough things when I'm acting crazy And I be in my feels a bit You always be patient with the kindness And you kill with it Always be patient with the kindness And you kill with it I mean a girl, you know I do Real shit, no joking You unknowing like the incredible heart Mr. Hyde and the Joker too You call my bluff, no poker chips You know my heart got holes in it I be acting tough with a clothes off But you always know how to open it Shorty tell my offer and so